a Halloween thing at a bar, mm. and um, I it was like three in the morning. I just wanted to get the fuck out of there because the, the, the night didn't go as planned. So I'm outside. I've been trying to hail an Uber because trying to get an Uber in like the entertainment district of Montreal on Halloween is fucking impossible. Yeah. So I was trying for like 40 minutes trying to find an Uber, and while I'm there, it's like this, these like four very getting drunk, like rowdier and rowdier, rowdier drunk drunk people. Mm. Two of them aren't in costume. Two of them are dressed up as like demonic Mickey and Minnie Mouse, like with oh. like prosthetic teeth and gore. Oh, and they start off pretty chill. And so, uh, so four people there is one just kind of like a 25 year old looking fuckboy kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's like a, another guy who has a very cute like pug mm-hmm. and then the demon Mickey and Minnie Mouse there. And, and then so we're, they're all talking, having a good enough time. And then the guy with the uh, with the pug, he's just like, I'm really fucked up on ketamine right now. Oh, Jesus. Do you want Coke? Oh, God. And then, like, he didn't say it to me. He said it to Mickey, to Mickey Mouse. Yeah. And Mickey Mouse was like, what? And he was like, yeah, no. And they literally just pulled up a dime bag of Coke and just threw it to him. Just like, here, you can have it. I don't want it. Oh, my God. And then so Mickey Mickey Mouse was like, are you fucking serious? And he was like, yeah, go for it. So then I'm still trying to hail my Uber, get, find an Uber. And then Mickey and Minnie Mouse, they're all just, they're all just doing key bumps outside the bar. They're all just, like, just huffing, <laughs> huffing Coke outside the bar. And I'm just trying to find an Uber. I'm just trying not to... Because we talked a little bit before, but I'm trying uh, like some pleasantries, and then what I f- they and then literally they're very scared. Mickey and Minnie Mouse are very scary looking. The Minnie Mouse had a hammer, had oh. this like big like I thought it was a fake hammer. I thought it was fake, but um, but she's literally walking the streets after doing key bumps, screaming in a Minnie Mouse, going like I love cocaine, like I love cocaine, like literally just doing that. I'm like Jesus fucking Christ. And then Mickey Mouse starts talking to me after he's shoveling Coke up his face. And he's like, do you want some? And I went, no, no, I'm okay. And then, and he's like, oh, cool. okay, that's fine. It's just like, uh, yeah, I've, 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 this guy gave it to me. And I was like, and then this is, is this was such a fucking cocaine moment that I hated. And because I, I agree with him because he's, he's making a conversation. I was like, I was like, yeah, you really lucked out there. You got a freebie. <laughs> and then like he, his entire face changed and he was like, no one ever gives me free shit. I earn everything I take. Oh, Jesus. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. So I fucking immediately, because that was just pure cocaine. So I was yeah. like, whatever. So I separate. The, the cocaine is the captain Mouse, now. <laughs> yeah. He, he lost all. He, he was commandeered. Oh, my God. And then I was wearing a Star Trek uniform. Then Minnie Mouse starts, like, rubbing my shirt and starts tapping my little Star Trek badge. Oh, no. And then... And then Mickey Mouse kept trying to get her attention, and they called her like a Honey Bunny, like it was like it was like they like, kept calling her Honey Bunny. Mm. It was weird. And then at one point, the the twenty five year old kind of fuckboy guy, he has Minnie's hammer, mm-hmm. and he's like waving around like crazy. And like again, I think it's a fake hammer. And then he kind of comes up to me because he's also off his gourd on coke. He starts swinging his hammer at me, like not full force, but not even like super slow, like very like softly swinging a hammer, but I think it's fake, so I don't move. He fucking hits me in the shoulder with this hammer, and I realize it's real, and it hurts so fucking oh bad. God. He just, he bludgeoned my arm with the hammer, and then, and then I, and I separate, and he's just like, oh, sorry, dude. And then he's, then they all start <laughs> doing more, 
like uh, more key bumps. And eventually my Uber gets in. My arm is so fucking... It's been dead. I've been dead-armed all day. Oh, shit. Just because fucking demon coked out Minnie Mouse gave the hammer to some idiot. And he just fucking... He, like, I was bludgeoned with a hammer, with a mace. Oh, my God. It hurts so bad. I can't... It like hurts to lift my arm now. Jesus. I know. This Disney has really gone downhill. <laughs> it's, 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 it was just such a coke. It's it's it was just such a coke. It was such cokehead behavior, behavior. Honestly, ew. And you were just like, I'm just trying to get home. I'm tired. <laughs> tired. I got malleted. It was like this big like iron mallet. Because I thought for sure it was fake, and he kept swinging at me, and he was just like, thunk. Like it made a thunk on my arm. Oh my god. It hurt. Well, I'm glad you're here another day. So that's that. That's my Halloween story. <laughs> that's from why your arm hurts. <laughs> yeah, that's where my arm hurts. Cocaine. Wow, that's the complete opposite of what I did for Halloween this year. What did you do for Halloween? I played Tetris on my phone. <laughs> I I love Tetris. Do you do you have a Switch like a Nintendo Switch? No. You sh- uh, if uh, I th- I think it's a Switch. If you ever get one, you need to get Tetris Battle Royale. It's so fun. I um I was just telling Molly because the other day I stayed up to like three a.m. because I'd re-downloaded Tetris on my phone and yeah. I just ended up playing it all night and then woke up feeling it's so amazing. shitty. So I <laughs> I really need to um I I can't even tell you I um. It was like, hey, I'll go to bed. I'll go to bed like one more, one more round, and then it was like four hours later, and it was three a.m. And I went, oh fuck. So I don't <laughs> do know you, what happened. <laughs> you had a certified gamer moment. <laughs> I did for fucking Tetris. Do you get Tetris effect? Um, do you know? Explain that to me. Tetris. Uh, it's a. I get Tetris effect so bad with everything because mm. I've been really into chess lately, so I get it. But Tetris effect, it was coined from Tetris. It's when. Uh, I'll just say it as like you play Tetris so much that when you close your eyes, you just see the Tetris pieces falling and you just, you're like always hypothetically playing Tetris. Uh, yeah, I do. I get that all the fucking time. After I had like binged it the next day, I, or like when I would take breaks from the app, cause I was like, this is ridiculous. I need to switch like apps. It's, it's not even me putting down the phone. I was just like, I need to switch an app. So then I went on TikTok and then I'm looking, I'm like watching TikTok, which is also like a bad thing to do but i was watching tiktok and then i was looking at the screen being like oh a block could fit there <laughs> a block could fit here yeah i did for real oh my god <laughs> thank That's you for seeing with chess i was uh i was at a show uh like a week or so ago and it's just the way that the tables were formatted there was just a lot of like lanes mm. and aisles and diagonals and the entire time i was just like visualization like a bishop or a queen like moving taking pieces yeah and, like, this audience, it's just, like, you can't turn it off. No. I wonder if it's an ADHD thing. It could be. I need Molly to tell me. Or, or, yeah, maybe. <laughs> if you guys think that that's an ADHD thing or you know it is, please let us know. Mm-hmm. But I think on, on that note, hi, everybody. <laughs> welcome back to... A, <laughs> uh, hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of You Should Check Out. I am your co-host, Jason Houle. And with me, as always, is... The other co-host, Catherine Ram. Hello. Hi, Kat. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? How are you doing, my love? You're covered in blue ink. I'm covered in blue ink. I was like trying to, I was like, you know what? I'm going to clean my fountain pens. I'm going to put fresh ink in them. And then they completely betrayed me and they're just not working. And I kept fighting with them. So now uh, I am more blue than girl. (laughs) I am like, 
I'm like Tobias in a couple of ep- in season two of Arrested Development. It's it's the best show. Yeah, you. I I think my favorite. I um I think I say this to myself all the time when he goes to the the emotional support group for sad men, the blue man group, <laughs> but he comes as a blue man mm-hmm. and he just walks up to the podium and, and he just solemnly says, I feel like a fucking idiot. <laughs> I think about that. I'll, just that tone of just, I feel like a fucking idiot all the time. David Cross is very good. Oh, he's genius. Very, very good. Um, I love the rest of the Other than that, I'm good. I'm, try- I'm recovering from Tetris. I'm only playing like... <laughs> hey it once or twice a day so it's not like i'm binging it so that's good so addicting so addicting because it is because there's like the rng to it like the randomness where it's just like you feel like you got cheated so you want to double up yeah so just like 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 well like no i was doing great but i got fucked over yes that's exactly what it was i was like i was killing it and then it got too fast because i moved (laughs) up in levels and then also I would like to beat my personal score. It's just like the way that it ends is so unsatisfying that you're oh, always no. like, I got to do better next time. And it's, it's just, it's such a stressful game because it really is just like stacking. It's just like everything's just pile. It's just yeah. it's life. It's just yeah. everything piles up oh. and you're just trying to, and you have to think the big term, like, do I solve, do I solve this small, this like um, this smaller imminent threat or do I think big picture? Oh my god! And if that's what? not been how I failed my twenties, I don't know what. Why else. would you frame it like that? Now it's now I'm self-aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a bummer. <laughs> oh man. Okay, I don't want to talk about Tetris anymore. This is not what we're here that's to right. do. <laughs> Can you imagine? Just you should check out Tetris. We could. I do love te- like I love Tetris Battle Royale. Are we gonna just start a new podcast strictly about Tetris? What would we call it? Tetris Hoes. No. Oh, please let's have like let's have ten minutes of ten. That'd be so good. Um, Tetratraniacs, Tetraniacs, awful, horrendous. Not good. I'm thinking in terms of pieces. Tetslets. Tetslets is not bad. It's the first one on the maybe pile. <laughs> Okay, okay, we'll think about it. If we think about it, uh, we'll just shout it out during the episode. But Jason, yeah, yeah, what are we here to talk about today? We're doing something different. So, as you can tell by clicking on it, <laughs> uh, but I, I had this weird... I am obsessed with A World of Ice and Fire, with mm-hmm. like Game of Thrones. Um, I, I'm totally obsessed. And we're going to talk about... We're going to do a special... This is a very special You Should Check Out episode where we're not going to do two different topics. We're just going to talk about the same thing. And we're going to talk about how you should check out House of the Dragon mm-hmm. on HBO. Mm-hmm. And this 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 idea came to me like a <laughs> lightning... Like like Zeus like Zeus sending his lightning bolt from the, mount, from the mountain Olympus. Fuck, I'm so tired. Because it's like... I All I do is... All I do is listen to... Uh, Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon content on YouTube. That's all I do. Do you? And oh my god! Oh, like all day at work. It's just, it's just, uh, I've just listened to House of the Dragon. And get just lore dies. That's all I do. And jeez, no one I know watched this fucking. Sh- no one I know is like that. I talk to a lot. Watch this fucking show. So I've just been v- like so overstimulated trying to like. I need to talk to someone about it. I can't believe. You then, yeah, I can't believe you didn't ask me earlier. I know it just never kept, and then uh, when we recorded our last episode, Kat and I kind of started talking, and we realized that we both were big uh, hot D heads. Hot D. So, 
I figure like, and I'm like, oh, motherfucker, I have a podcast. <laughs> I can, I can, I can just do it. I, I have a platform about... where I make the rules, so I'm gonna fucking do it. I know, and the and and it doesn't matter if I have no because like one thing when I listen to like really smart people mm. like break down and analyze like alt shift x is like my favorite guy yeah but like and he's, he's such like a ear and eye for he's just like a a mind for um text analysis mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, but i'm very much a simple-minded boy so i just I was just like i like this and i like this and just hearing really smart people break down everything i was like i have no fucking clue what uh, did you see the dragon <laughs> Did you see the dragon breathe fire? That was cool. It was really fucking cool. So I'm a huge fan of Fire and Blood. It's the um, uh, I've read it twice now. Wow. Uh, the history, the fake history book that this is based off, that the show is based off mm-hmm. of. I've read all of Game of Thrones, and and so like I was really really excited for this because. Before I read Fire and Blood, I didn't give a shit about Targaryens. They mm-hmm. were, like, kind of my least favorite part of Game of Thrones. I didn't really care about them. But, like, um, and the reading this book, and now I'm a Targhead. I'm definitely <laughs> a Targhead. I was thinking about this, too, because I just think that um, in actual Game of Thrones, like A Song of Ice and Fire in the TV show, our only exposure to Targaryens is Danny, and then for, like, a couple of episodes, like, the first three episodes... Her brother Viserys, who is played mm-hmm. by an actor I love, but that doesn't make up for it. That he's just a piece of shit, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's hard when the entire, like, family is down to this one person. And first couple of, like, first season, she's basically just everyone's kind of little pawn. And then it's only mm-hmm. at the end does she get her own kind of agency a little bit. Like, the most obvious form of her agency so um yeah and then like i think also fire and blood being the source material um people have like tried to pick it up i think and then tried to read it and then not realize that it's not like um like the rest of the game of thrones books yes but they but it's it's like not it's written in the perspective of a maester and a little imp jokester or whatever yeah, mushroom, 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 the dwarf. Yeah, the dwarf. Whose who's interjection, whose interjections in the in, like his in his interjections in the story, ninety nine percent of the time are fucking useless. <laughs> like it's literally just like Septon Eustace is like telling like, okay, so uh, King Viserys decreed this, and then uh, and then uh, Rhaenyra did this, and then according to Mushroom, this person had a large penis. <laughs> So that's like, what I mean. Oh, I feel up. like I feel like yeah. that it's it's when people pick it up it's hard to read it. So then when they announce that they're doing a show about it and like people were so sour about the last season and the way shit like, the last couple of seasons especially the 8th season um I think that if they tried to read it and then they heard about the show they were like mm, no, I'm not that excited. I fully went into it with very very low expectations. I, I was nervous. I yeah. was nervous. I was very nervous, especially because like I like reading the book made me excited, but also that kind of like made gave, gave me like different because I, I like I had I had high expectations for like what the story could be, mm-hmm. but I didn't believe in the show yet. Yeah. Until the first episode, I was like, oh, I we're locked into something really good. Yeah. But because what I find really funny is like the way it's written, 
Fire and Blood is written as a fake history book. Mm-hmm. So it's told through the perspective of, ma- of two, but also kind of three characters. Uh, Septon Eustace, Maester Orwile, who is the current Grand Maester in the show right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Mushroom the Jester. So it's not like a corporate... It's literally just like uh, people... It's just like them ex- summarizing stories to you. Yeah. And as it turns out... That actually makes for the best book to adapt. Yes, I agree. Because it's really just... Actually, I was going to show you, because the actual Dance of the Dragons, which House of Dragons is going to take up for, it's like not even a quarter of the book. Oh. The entire show... Is, I'll, sh- I'll show you. I, I have a visual aid. You won't, You can't tell if you're listening, but what's that? <laughs> Jason has just abandoned the screen, and he has taken out his headphones. Oh, he's back. He's so fast. So speedy. So, it's like... So this is this is the book Fire and Blood. It's a huge fucking book. Yep, I have it. I All own it. All of oh, you do? Yeah. Oh shit. Um, I own lots of books I haven't yeah. read yet. Lost <laughs> <laughs> it. Hold on, it's coming. When I pi- when I picked it up, I lost my place. Give me a second. Almost there. While Jason is looking, I wanted to say that in honor of this episode, I am drinking a House of the Dragon wine from the LCBO, which is the liquor store we have in Ontario. Um, I was gifted this wine. Apparently, there are like three different labels. The one I am drinking is the one that has the Targaryen like dragons on it. And then it's a Cabernet Sauvignon. So I am drinking... In honor of the show. All of House of the Dragon is this. Wow. Is this That's it's a novella little. within huge book and it's just this little part. It's like So then what comes before it? Oh, because it's um most of the book, I think, is the reign of Jaharis. Remember the old king when oh, the book starts? Mm. The book is um so it's Aegon's Conquest, which is I think it's 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 good lore, but I think it's 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 just it is what it is. That's probably like a hundred pages, mm-hmm. and then big chunk of the book is the entire reign of the old King Jaehaerys, and then it goes to the Dance of the Dragons, and then it's what happens after the Dance yeah. of the Dragons. True. Which, by the way, rewatch. Uh, I know it's it's become kind of like um as well known now. As when I was ready for getting ready for House of the Dragon, I started rewatching Game of Thrones. Oh, have you seen the scene of Game of Thrones where Joffrey spoils all of House of the Dragon? Oh yeah, I've seen. It's so funny. It's like it's like season three when Joffrey is walking through with um with Marjorie in the crypts. It's a new scene. It's just like and and it's an empty frame. Joffrey comes out of frame, points at the camera, spoils House of the Dragon, and then walks off. Yeah. It's the whole... Oh, I remember genius. seeing that because I obviously don't remember that scene. And, like, they say so many things in that show that you're like, oh, I have no context or whatever. I'm not going to remember that. Um, so I remember, I think after I started watching House of the Dragon, it came up on TikTok. Like, they used that clip. And I went, man, I don't want to <laughs> know what happens. Now I'm just, like, bracing myself. But we're not going to talk no, about I that. Know. We're not going to talk about that. Yeah. yeah, this is a spoiler-free zone. But I think... So I think what we're going to talk about for this episode is I have some prompts. We're going to talk about favorite character, mm-hmm. favorite moments, your favorite dragon, 
and I'm going to talk about some like key differences, like changes that they made from show to the from book to the show. Great. And and then also because uh, a core part about the way Fire and Blood is written, as as we mentioned, it's by um, historians, like a history book. It there's plenty of times where like Fire and Blood plays off the idea of unreliable narrators mm-hmm. or, or like um, unreliable sources. Mm-hmm. So there's plenty of moments in the show in the book when they're. Um, something big happens and the historians they no one really knows what happened so they'll just offer you like three to sometimes five different possible things that could have happened Mm -hmm. so it's like we don't know what happened it could have been blah 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 yeah like i think a key example would be i believe it's episode five when uh harwin and lionel strong burn in the fire yeah because in the book, um, no one knows what happened. Laris the Clubfoot, mm-hmm. he was one of the, the the ideas for like who possibly did it. Some people in the book, they say, some people thought um, Corliss the Sea Snake did it yep. as revenge because like Harwin cucked my son. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm gonna burn him alive. Yeah. Some people thought Daemon did it so he could like get rid of, it's because like Harwin was a rival for, a rival for Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra so yep. like, so he did it. Some people thought uh, Viserys did it as a way, just like, because like it's just shut everyone up. Like, okay, I'm just gonna clean house, get, yeah. get him out of here. But and then they're all like, oh, but also maybe Larry did it because like he could get it. Mm-hmm. So Gross. That's one of the key differences. And then anything else? Yeah. And then maybe some dislikes. Like if there's Got something it. that you're not entirely about. Mm-hmm. So. Katie, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say I agree with you that that makes uh a cool kind of text to adapt because it kind of mm-hmm. leaves, it fills in some gaps and um, yeah, it feels, it fills in some gaps and it also like allows the showrunners and the creators and stuff to kind of make with it their own thing. Cause that's also a tough thing is like whenever there's an adaptation happening, um, especially with like a very devoted, dedicated fan base, Mm-hmm. you can always do something wrong. Like, no matter if it's pretty yes. enjoyable, someone will hate it. Someone will be upset about a choice you made, you know? So it's like a it's a, it's a very open and generous uh, amount of leeway, but mm-hmm. it's like leeway with structure because it's yeah. like, it's enough structure that you know what to do, but you don't feel, like, I, I, I imagine that I, creatively you don't feel stifled by yes, it. Yes, exactly, exactly. Tied down to this thing. Um, so, uh, Kat, who are some of your favorite characters? Who did you love? Uh, okay, obviously Rhaenyra. Um, yes. Obviously Rhaenyra. I like Lainor because he's a little okay, tragic. He's a little tragic um, character, which is you know. Um, I like Viserys a lot. Viser- he is, um, I think, the best example of um, of like why, like having a skeleton of, of source text to mm. really flesh out. Viserys is. So Amazing in the show. He's my favorite character. Yeah, he's that. He is not like that in the book at all. Really, in the book, all you really know about Viserys is that he was a very nice guy. Mm-hmm. He didn't give a shit about ruling at all. Mm-hmm. He just wanted to have fun and let everyone do this work for it, uh, <laughs> do his work for him. And he just uh, he didn't have leprosy at all in the mm. book. His illness, I think, it's just kind of like it's hinted that he just either has a bad heart or I read it as I think he had, he was diabetic. Oh. Because oh, like he was just like rip. gorge himself and he, and he and like he he just got sick. I think he just had like a heart attack or whatever. Oh, okay, okay. Because so like the the leprosy and uh, and absolutely terrifying like painful death of Viserys was new to the show, but 
He was, and even uh, George Martin even says like, no, the show Viserys is way better. Yeah, I like what he, I like all the things that um, George R. Rem says about uh, his terrible name, <laughs> uh, Patty Cons- Considine. Considine. Um, I like all so, the things that he says about him because like he's very good and and like however frustrating. Uh, looking at him sometimes and his choices as king or father or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're like, this is a man who just wants his family to like, like each other. He just wants everyone to stop <laughs> fighting, smell he the roses. Just and just wants everyone to be happy. Just wants everyone to be happy. He's trying to appease people. He's trying to stay loyal to his like first child. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so sad. I cried so hard. I... It, yeah, it, it got me. It's it was just so because you feel for him because what my favorite characters in Game of Thrones are like I love the gender the like the gender reverse uh, like the gender reversals in terms of like uh, I don't know, I don't know if it's like the gender reverses in Game of Thrones like I love the like the really like the strong like the like the strong women and the weak men oh mm-hmm. I think that makes for that makes for really cool characters in the show mm-hmm. like. Um, uh, like Brienne or Arya or mm-hmm. um, Cersei or Daenerys, and then I like I love like uh, in the book, um, uh, Amir. Uh, who's who's the Tully that the Red Wedding? Um, I it was his wedding. Don't Amir remember. Tully. Fuck. Or I just like really simple like like because it they're trying to find their place in the world where it's literally just like some men aren't like they don't want to be warriors but they have to be and yeah. someone who's just like I'm I'm not just like like you're I'm a I'm a breeding horse yeah 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 so like people who go against um what their like role expectation of them is but yeah, so I love because I love what that with Viserys just him just like uh, of, of just being inept and just yeah. like he's not good at it. He never want. He didn't ask to be king. He just said it, it is what happened. Mm-hmm. It should have been Rainey's. Mm-hmm. And then and I like that last moment when uh, in episode nine when Allison says to like uh, like Rainey's like it should have been you and because like you were robbed of of the king uh, of of the of, of the of Westeros but also Viserys was robbed of the life he should have had. Mm-hmm. Because you were both robbed. Because you were born to rule. He was born to be in to be in anywhere but this. Yeah, like, you were both robbed from the system that we live in. I like speaking of scenes that I like. Well, that one was very frustrating, but it's very fucking funny to me. And like this is speaks to Allison's character, where she mm-hmm. will say one thing. So she's telling Rainey's in in episode nine, like you were robbed of the crown. So now help me rob this other yes. person of the crown for my son. And I I like like Allison because she's she believes in her shit however wrong she is. But I like mm-hmm. and also feel sorry for her because what Rainey's also said to her about like you do everything for men and you think it's for yourself but you're just doing what your father asked you for your son who will then become king and then not really listen to you. It's a great line. What's the line like like you you don't seek freedom from your prison but a window. Oh, yes, that was such a good line. Oh, the writing the, I love the writing in the show is amazing. I love that they put the fucking the uh the, they they speak old-timey. They speak mm-hmm. classical. They speak there's it's theatrically mm-hmm. like um um uh, like when Corlys, uh, when uh, Vis- Viserys didn't want to marry Leonor, mm-hmm. and he, Corlys just stands up like, this is an absurdity. <laughs> I know, it's 
Okay. Or uh, when Lenor was at, was like having a meltdown in the ocean at Lena, at Lena's funeral, oh, yeah. and so uh, Corliss just goes up to Carl and he just grabs him. She's like, "Receive your patron." Yeah, that was very. Uh, Corliss also is very funny to me. He's very uh, dramatic and intense, and uh, I always find that very funny. Like in men, it's funny because they're just so like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And like, I like, like what? Like, just like, uh, listen to me. Like, this is, it's supposed to yeah. be the way I want it to. And I will settle for nothing less. This is an absurdity, you know? Yes. I always find that very funny in men. Like, okay, take it easy. Sometimes things don't go the way you like. <laughs> but it's bullshit. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. I deserve it. Um, I do, I do feel a lot, uh, I feel a lot for Allison. Oh, because another core change in the books, um, in the book to the show is that the, in the show they made Alicent and Rhaenyra childhood friends. Yes. Oh, yes. In the I book, uh, yes. In the book, this. they had no relationship, and it, it it adds a lot of depth to the show that they have a, that they have a lot more interpersonal relationship. Because yeah. in the book, it's just like I just my my stepmom's a cunt. I don't like her. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just they just hated they just hated each other from the beginning. Which is um, what I also really like about the show, and like that leads into some of my favorite scenes. All of the nice, spicy, sexy scenes. Um, Spice. But there's a lot more, like, female gaze in this show in regards to what they're thinking and feeling. And it's not just, like, their depth goes beyond just um, their, like, their wants for a husband or their wants, like, in association with men. There's some things where it's just their feelings of themselves. And I think that I think also if they didn't do that, it would be very hard to not see where Allison is coming from. Like, you know, like not pay Mm -hmm. her any sort of credence. She's just going to be like a villain and then that's it. Because because she got because she got screwed. Because what what I feel with her is because she's she's not royalty. She's like um she uh, no no she's royalty, but she's not like uh, she's not a Targaryen. She's yeah. not a Dragonheart. She can't do whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah. And then she just and like the number one thing when I read the book like Rhaenyra's kids are bastards. Yeah. They shouldn't have a claim. And how frustrating mm. it is for her to just be so gaslit. And literally like that's mm-hmm. not. <laughs> it's so no obvious. exactly. And I was just uh, and I was just like no no. It's, it's like she. It's so obvious. She broke obvious. the rules. Those kids can't. Yeah, yeah, I know. And, like, that's the super frustrating thing, too. Because, like, I, uh, in prep for this, I started rewatching. So, like, I'm pretty familiar. Not that I've rewatched the entire season. But now I've seen the first half at least twice. Um, because, it's like, that was, like, 10, 12 weeks ago, you know? So mm-hmm. um, you can really see how, like, she has always done what is expected of her. And there's, like, yes. a lot of pressure on her placed by her dad to do everything um, that he says and like everything for their family and for him and her and stuff. So then when she sees like Rhaenyra just who has this responsibility, who has this duty and stuff, just kind of doing what she wants and going out on the town with Damon and then having with your, with your, with your uncle, your sex uncle, <laughs> with your sex uncle. <laughs> that's what I, that's what I love about Game of Thrones. Uh, cause uh, you have to remind yourself like, cause like, it, it's just it's so much more culturally accepted for Targaryens to to be ancestral, but it's so crazy to see that scene when they're just like mm. really sexily going out. You're like, this is it. It's like it's a it's a girl and her uncle, and you're kind of with it. Like yeah. you're 
like you're you're vibing with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the first scene, that's also a scene I really like. Mm. Honestly, any scene with um Matt Smith. With Matt Smith and uh especially Millie at the beginning, like that scene where we're oh, introduced so where we're introduced to Damon and she's walking into the throne room and he's sitting and you don't see him right away and it's all just kind of like shadow. He's just in shadows and then he emerges like he just sits forward in the in the throne that was a very good scene and then when he gives her the necklace there was like so much tension there already and i was immediately immediately and i yeah when he said turn around i i remember watching it the first time going (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) and i went oh uh oh (laughs) and i i looked at ian and i was like are they gonna fuck (laughs) they will many times they will eventually um they have babies so, what's it called? That's also another thing I will say. Okay. Obviously, guys, here at YSEO, we do not condone incense, incense, incest. <laughs> we don't like that hippie bullshit. <laughs> we do if not. I, if, I, I, I hate the smell. If you, if you come with me, come to me stinking like patchouli, I'll kick your ass. Hate patchouli. If you, um, what's it called? No, we do not condone incest. Obviously. Okay. But... In the world of the show, people have to understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one, I do. If they got good chemistry, I do. People just keep being like, oh, but that's her uncle. Bros, literally Damon and Viserys' father, uh, parents were brother and sister. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, King, there were yeah, like 15,000 of them, of chil- of like Jaehaerys' children or whatever. I can't even remember. No, Balon's children? The, I can't remember. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, the only time they... Um... The only time that they're not direct incest babies is they just because every once in a while they just need to they bring in a Valarian just go like we're gonna add just a little bit of less incest but still incest because part of the Valarian is just they're gonna be their cousins literally cousins it's just like yeah yeah it's and and also in the world at uh, it's just in the world when you're sixteen you're an adult and uh, and that's for boys for boys when you're sixteen you're an adult mm. for a girl you have your period you're an adult. Yeah, that's how it it works in in Westeros. Yeah, so which is how like, oh, I no. guess it worked back in the day too. So like, yep. I understand it's it's hard to watch, but like, don't get too hung up on it. You know? Yeah, don't take off your twenty twenty two goggles. And yeah, it's they. Yeah, they they, live, they live in Stonecastle. Yeah. Be there for the story. Hello, but also that that's a thing I find um, I found interesting that like. They were all so taboo against it. Like in the show, like the way that Allison spoke, like um, brought it up to Rhaenyra. She's like, you Targaryens do have queer customs. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, you all know that they do that. Yeah, it was because at this point in the lore, it's still pretty fresh because the way it works is Aegon, when he conquered Westeros, he conquered Westeros, but he didn't really have a firm grasp on it because the faith. Because really the faith, like in Old Town where the High Towers rule, mm-hmm. it's really the faith that they really control, the like the seven, uh, uh, like the Westeros. Okay. So what happens is Aegon conquered it and he died. But then second he died, everyone revolted because his son Aenys he married his sister and they hated it. They're like, no, oh. you guys are fucking weird incest goblins. You can't do it. We're gonna revolt. So then. They all revolted against against Aenys, and Aenys didn't do anything, so then he died, and then Maegor the Cruel took over, and he just killed, he burnt the entire, like, uh, like a realm to the ground. Yeah. So, like, there's always this, and then 
it wasn't until Jaehaerys, when he took the throne after Maegor, he kind of did, it's called um, exceptionalism, where they made the agreement with the faith that incest is wrong, it should be, it, it should be vilified, it's evil, except Targaryens. Oh. Because, so it's like, and that's what kind of really brought the, brought the realm together is because they, they got the, the faith to agree to exceptionalism, where it's literally just like, Targaryens are closer to gods than humans, so it's okay for them to fuck their sister. Oh, okay. That so that's makes why sense. it's still very much like. So like the really faithful, they're still kind of like it's still gross that you do it, but I guess we have to. Be cool <laughs> so like, I guess like okay. The, it, the incest was actually like um, a core in Fire and Blood. It's um, um, most of the a lot of like the first quarter of the book is just dealing with the incest. Wow. Yeah, which is a that's a fun sentence. Yeah. Dealing with the incest. Dealing with the incest. How do you feel about Laris the Clubfoot? Ugh! Smarmy. He's, what a weird looking guy, eh? Yeah. Just he, like... he, he's getting a lot more handsome throughout the show, but at the, like, he's getting really cute now, but he was, <laughs> we, he's weird looking. No, I know. When I first saw him, I think, on, uh, in a scene, I was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> Cause like it was, it was when I think they were on the hunt or something, and then he just sidled up to all the ladies sitting and gossiping, and he's like, "May I join I you, ladies?" Scene. And they're like, "Yeah." And I was surprised they didn't go, like, "Ew, what the fuck? Get out of here!" <laughs> what the fuck, bro? But yeah, and, like, no, and he's, he's just like he's just shoving, he's just shoving cakes in his mouth and just yeah. staring at everyone, and listening. just staring and listening. He's my favorite character in the book. He's my favorite character. Oh yeah, I'm um. He, he started really strong. I'm getting a little bit nervous about how they're treating him a little bit. Oh, yeah? Uh, in the show. Because he started off amazing when he just, like, listens to everyone. Mm-hmm. And then when he has that... I think my favorite scene is with him and Allison when he tells her, like, that Rhaenyra took the the moon tea. Oh. Mm-hmm. That was a great scene. But then I didn't like the foot, foot jerking off scene. I didn't no. like that at all. And I, I think everyone I, will agree that they didn't like it. <laughs> I did not like that scene at all, and he was very. Oh, he's he's a little bit too openly evil mm. in the show because the whole point with the. I still think he's good. I, I still think he's good. I'm still very excited to see where he goes because in the in the book he's, um, he's described in history as like the world's greatest enigma. Oh. No one ever once knew what the fuck was going on with Laris. No one ever knew who he was working for, why he did what he did, how he did what he did. No one knows how he knew anything. Mm. So like um that's why he's really fun because in the like he switches so, like every fucking day. He's like oh. with something else doing different schemes and and even the masters who they can hypothesize over everyone in the book but they're like Clubfoot, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> don't doing. fucking ask me. I don't know anything about that guy. <laughs> Stop asking me about Clubfoot. <laughs> I, he makes no sense. That's what, He's really fun in the book. So I'm really excited to see what he does in the show. I am. Um, I screamed when that scene happened. The where, foot? Yeah. I, okay. I didn't realize what was happening until they did a close-up of her foot. Because I just thought she was like um, just unwinding for the night, you know? My ears pricked up the second, the, the second she took off her shoes. Because with TV show, they like the House of Dragons, very precise. Mm. They don't show you anything that you're not supposed yeah, to be exactly. like seeing. It was, so she sat down and put her feet up. I was like, oh. When I um when she did it, I went and then she started to take off her thing. I was like, oh, that's weird that she's doing that in front of him. Anyways, okay. And then she kept go- and then she kept going. And then he would tell her something. And then she'd be like, okay. And then she did a different thing. And I went, ah! 
I could, <laughs> I could not believe. And also, it makes so much fucking sense. It's so funny. Yeah. But, like, poor Allison. <laughs> I know. I, I wish, I would have been fine with it if, if it just wasn't him jerking off. Yeah. Like, if it was literally just like, like, I'll let you take a peep at my peepers. About my little tootsie. I was surprised but, at that choice. I thought it was just going to be him staring. I'm so <laughs> glad there was no touching, though. Because if I yeah. had to see him, t- like, touch her feet, I... I, then I wouldn't be able to do this. <laughs> How do you feel about... Actually, we'll go back to characters, because I, I, I like talking about the characters, but we'll, let's go for a quick detour. Oh, also, I want to favorite... say that I really yes. like Damon as well. Damon, he's interesting, because... Um, you know what's funny? Um, when I read the... I fucking hated Damon. Oh, yeah? I hated him. In, when I read the book for the first, I hated him so bad, because he's so evil. Yeah. And for some reason... George Martin, I feel like it's a very dated quote. He keeps talking about how Damon Targaryen's the most gray character he ever wrote. Yeah, and he's and like like he's great, but it's like no, he's also just a dick. And he says like he's a hero to some and a villain to like hero to who? What yeah, are you talking like who, about? What is yeah? Like who is he but talking he's, about? He's, he's a great anti-hero. He, he really is. Um, I was gonna say I saw I read authentic. a yeah, yeah I read a thing today about how. All of most of the like really poignant kind of um, redeeming scenes in the show were all kind of thought up by Matt Smith. Really? Yeah. So like when they're rehearsing and stuff, like things would happen organically, and then he would go with it, and yes, or he the, would suggest the crown scenes. The, famous the crown one. scene, yeah. The crown scene is the is one of the ones, and then he oh, would, that flower be what he yeah. Oh, I was weeping, bro. That when scene, he turned and it was his brother. Oh my god. Yeah, it was too much. Um, I wasn't expecting to cry that episode, but I was fucking bawling my eyes out. That was the one coming the most. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like that scene, he kind of improvised or like he, they he came up with it, um, and then this scene. There was a different scene, and I can't remember in the middle. But then there was a the last scene where he tells Rhaenyra what happened to her son. It was mm. his idea to do it, to have their backs to the camera and then have her turn around. Mm. I was like, that's such a good scene. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, any Because of Matt Smith and the way that he's portraying Damon, it's like, honestly, Matt Smith was born to play this role. He's, he's amazing. I, I, I thought it was a, such strange casting, but he's amazing. Yeah. Oh, I was, uh, but before, because uh, what I find funny is it's hard to follow, like, because uh, with Matt Smith brings fangirls. And, yeah. And also, just, and not even just fangirls, but even just, like, normie fandom. Like, people, mm-hmm. like, they just go with him no matter what he does. Yeah. He's fucking evil. Yeah. Like, um, like first thing, like, he just gleefully just murders peasants. Yeah. He mur- murdered his wife, murders everyone. Yeah. And he's just such a, uh, oh, but he's so, he's just so, cha- cha- like, he's chaos. He, yeah. He's just a spreader of chaos, and he's, and he's, he's so wonderful to watch. I like, I um, love, I, like I, I overheard, I overheard, I heard, um, what's it called? Viserys say a line today about Rhaenyra and Damon. This was when they were being accused of having sex in the brothel. Um, mm-hmm. With uh, activities unbecoming of a maiden. <laughs> yeah. Coupling. Coupling. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, so he's talking to Allison, and then he says they have the blood of the dragon. They are restless and chaotic. I was like, that is the most restless and chaotic is something so like quintessential to Damon because he Mm -hmm. they keep giving him things to do and he keeps kind of like going above and beyond or doing it slightly 
in the way that they like very much in the way that they don't want and it's just like he wants so much attention and he wants something to like hold on to you know and he's the guy he he's the targaryen that believes the most about that they are closer to gods yeah. than, than humans and you can see that kind of like that's uh rhaenyra is like that too now mm-hmm. uh where like when she told jason luke before they left he's like just you know we're like we're gods, but we yeah. have to play by humans' rules. Yeah. But that's the core difference between what frustrates um, Daemon so much about um, Viserys is because Viserys isn't like that. Yeah. He tells, like, the like the, the idea that we control dragons is a lie. Mm-hmm. We are humans. Mm-hmm. And uh, he understands that. He knows that there's, like, um, that there's, like, the Targaryens have a, have a, uh, they, they have prophecy. He knows that there's something going on with it, yeah. but he's just like, well, no, we're, we're, we, we're not above people. We need to like work together but Damon's yeah. like no you are the blood of the dragon take what's yours no one can stop you yeah they're good um I think that's why I really like both of them and uh that's why I think like the scene at the end uh where Damon like puts the crown back on Viserys's fucking skeleton head <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I think that's they're I very, love that scene so much yeah it's a very good scene they're like they're very good foils for each other you know Mm-hmm. If we're going to be analytical, yeah. let me bring out my English degree. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and another, another thing, what I love about um, the the kind of complaint that, that I hear some people talk about the show is why I love it so much. When people complain about like the slow episodes, the talky ones, Ugh. I was like, oh my God, put that stuff in my veins. The, talk, <laughs> like, the best episodes are just like, or just like the, even though there's, it ends with the battle, but my favorite episode, uh, parts are like the hunting party, just Viserys just oh, like receiving people. Yes. Or him with Lionel Strong, just getting an yes. un- unencumbered opinion. Yeah. Or the episode, like the hypest moment of the show was like, sure, like the um, Battle of Stepstones was fun. The dragon stuff was cool. The, the hypest moment was just Viserys walking upstairs. Yeah. And also, oh. like, n- not even a scene with words, really. Uh, the fu- like Lena's funeral scene, really good, really good. Like the her that episode. Oh little my god, that was funeral after party. So good. Some people like again, like uh, it's like uh, some people complain where it's just like, oh my god, it's just like thirty minutes of just like people making like like looking at each other. I'm like, yes, and it's amazing. It's so much tension, and they're so like all of these people are such good actors. Oh, and they're and just, just playing it all so well. And I was just every time I was I was reacting to it like it was a horror movie, you know, like I was gasping and mm-hmm. laughing because one would look at the other and I was like, that's so, so much Can- drama. Because it it, it, for, it makes you realize because it, it had all the storylines are on this balcony together mm-hmm. and then you're like oh yeah there's probably like four or five stuff going on they're like oh my god there's like twenty character relations that yeah. like, that but I, I and then and you can understand it all by one look yeah because like and they have characters will have different things like it's like Rainey's talked to like three people yeah and then she just gives gives a look and you're like I okay I understand that every yeah. emotion I'm supposed to feel translated from and that like little... that makes that's also what i really like about like the dinner scene that viserys in, it insists on having with his whole oh family God, the, that, was that was such a good scene heartbreaking. too heartbreaking scene to watch because he's just it's looking so around nice. he just... just wants his family to be his family and they are yep. they cannot get over all of these petty things they cannot look aside look away or forget any of the things that they're fighting about you know 
But like those are so good because I feel like we didn't get much of the that in Game of Thrones. Because Whoa. after like the first two episodes, especially like with the Stark family, they all got separated and they didn't like reunite until what f- season fucking like six. So, yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. So like that is obviously you're following kind of each of them and then you're following different storylines. But then that's also a thing I. I want to get back into the books, but that's also one of the things that happened to me is like, if you put it down for longer than a day, you forget. You've completely forgotten. It's, it's a lot of, yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 so it's, like, it's a thousand balls in there. Yeah. So like, I'm, I'm glad that they did these couple of scenes where they got to have everybody kind of in the same room. Mm-hmm. Because like, you can, when you're like, being like rival families and whatever it's very easy to plot and say shit and all of that kind of stuff behind people's backs and like quiet in like rooms to other people but the tension is a lot harder or like whatever they're fighting about you cannot be obvious about it in the same room especially if you're like all of these royalty higher up people right yes exactly yeah Yeah. i i I love and like how Fucking how like uh, how genius is is because it, it was it was directly from the book too, just Amon's taunts. I was just like a toast to these three. Oh. Uh, like how perfect is that? Just like handsome, wise, strong, and just a toast to these three brutal. strong boys. So brutal. Oh, it's so perfect. I guess I, I don't even blame it because it's just such a good line. Like if yeah. I thought of it, I would say it. I was like, oh fuck, I'm about to start a civil war. I know it's too good not to say. It. Um, you were gonna ask me something. Did you want to move on to a different prop? Uh, sure. Uh, who is your favorite dragon? Um, what dragons do you like? I think I like Caraxes because she a long neck bitch. She is. Uh, I, I think Caraxes is a boy. Oh, but, but actually, really? um, in the uh, in the book, um, maybe 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 wrong, but in the uh, they they talk about in the book where like they assign genders to the dragons uh because uh but there's it's uh septon barth he was like a the hand of the the, the hand of the king for king jaharis mm. he had this theory like he's pretty sure like dra- dragons are like asexual and that their 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 genders are kind of like they morph like they're they're, they're fluid yeah like their their genders uh and their sex their sex organs or whatever change a lot so i think like uh. people will see a dragon lay eggs and go that's a she dragon Got but it. it's kind of like Everyone else says that Septon Barth is stupid. Like, no, that's stupid. You can't change sex. <laughs> but it's possible that um, dragons uh, uh, change their sex a lot. So it's like, Vagar, that's a she-dragon. Yeah. That's a lady. Yeah. Um, Caraxes, and then, I mean, Caraxes is the only one that I really can tell who it is. Everyone else's names I've kind of forgotten. What about you? Oh, uh, okay. Um, but, I, but I do like Caraxes because they, he, they... He is menacing. <laughs> oh, well, the I think the most genius, the uh, genius thing they did for the show is is uh, is making dragons look visually different. Yeah, the, having independent oh, dragon design is 1, amazing. One thousand percent. Because it's even more because because in the book because uh, in Game of Thrones the, they all they all look the exact same with like slightly different colors. Yeah. In the book, they're the they're they they, they definitely look different. But their their colors are all over the place in this in in House of the Dragon. They it's like the most. They all look crazy different, and their colors are different. Yeah, like um, 
Croxy's looks is so fucking cool. Fucking Vagar is a big Komodo dragon. Vagar is a big Komodo dragon. Vagar is fucking scary. That old bitch. I think, <laughs> oh, I love my three. My three favorite dragons. I wrote. I have uh, Vagar is one of them. Because I always loved like the second most. Because yeah, Vagar is the biggest dragon in the world now. But yeah. before when Balerion was still alive, I like the idea of just like I'm the second biggest. Yeah. Um, and then two dragons. Um, uh, you d- uh, one one of them we haven't seen at all is a dragon named Silverwing. She was the dragon of Queen Alisane, who is mm-hmm. hasn't we haven't seen her in the show yet. And the other dragon we it's the dragon at the very last episode, the season finale. You know the dragon that um, uh, Daemon sings the song to. Mm-hmm. That is Vermithor. Yeah, that is the that's the dragon of King Jaehaerys. Uh, it's called I think it's called the Bronze Fury or the Bronze, the Bronze something. He's really cool. That's Vermithor a cool dragon. Really, yeah, yeah. The dragons are very good in this show. Oh, I love Sea Smoke too. Sea Smoke is which one? That's uh, Lainor's dragon. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is a segue to another thing. Uh, another talk about change from the books. Yeah. And this is the one that I I feel the most conflicted on is in the book, Lainor does die. Uh, in the book, it it's not sure who gets Carl to do it, mm-hmm. but uh, in the book, Carl kills Lainor. I think they're at a port somewhere, and then Lainor does die. But that brings forth the trope because uh, there is a. Yeah. There's something that's known uh, in literature and TVs, the the trope of bear of bury your gaze. Yeah. Where it's like um, a gay character, they're there to suffer and die. Yeah. Only trauma and suffering and death for gay characters. Which is why I'm glad he didn't. Because also, like, it doesn't... Not that it doesn't make sense that it doesn't happen, but, like, why all of a sudden would Carl kill Lenore? Because Lainor was like, uh, I want to be a good husband. Uh, well, yeah, okay, yeah, doesn't uh, just for agreed because I think it's more just like Carl really isn't that into. Because I guess in the book, Carl's just like a guy. Like, oh. like, you don't really know too much about Carl. Like, 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 like you know his name, but it's like I don't know. Carl just got just like he was paid. He was just mm, paid to mm, kill him. Mm. So the the it, the where I feel prickly is because one is this is a show where. There are rules, like, because sea smoke is a problem. Yeah. Because the issue is, from, if you're not going to kill Leonor, that's that's a big change in itself. But if, what you're changing what happens with sea smoke after. is because dragon, with dragons, if your host, if your rider is still alive, no one could ever ride that dragon again. Mm. It's not until the rider dies that someone can claim the dragon again. Mm-hmm. And in the book, Blainor dies and someone else rides Sea Smoke. Ah. So I I think Blainor might still not be out of the woods, to be honest, because. Or or maybe 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 Sea Smoke follows. Because I think maybe Sea Smoke's going to find Lainor. Mm. Maybe, like, Sea Smoke will out Lainor because he's going to fly and find him. Yeah. Because something has to happen with Sea Smoke. Got it. And um, I hope nothing bad but, happens. And, and another, <laughs> yeah. well, I, but like another bummer is, it's it's actually it's a criticism from the show. Uh, it's a criticism of the book in general. Mm. Is it's such a tragic book. Mm. Like there are some characters who 
honestly, their 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 role is just is their trauma dumps. Oh, there there are some characters in the show that they have the worst luck. Yeah, and that's still that's still to come. But um, this is a criticism of the book, but it's like it it it's it's morbid, it's fun, but <laughs> I don't it's know. Medieval it, times. It's just, it's just, yeah. It's just something I what bummed me out about the what made me feel weird about the Lanor death is because you could see the behind the scenes. Like you can see like of course Lanor can't die mm. because because it's become a thing in real life. Yeah. I don't like that you kind of gaze behind like, like they made the change because they feel like people like it's like well no you can't have the you can't have a, like you can't have the gay character die now. It's yeah. 2022. I'm like oh, I understand but also it's weird that you can, I can see, it's very, it's transparent. Mm. I might agree with it, but it's transparent. Yeah. I don't know. That's, like, fair. I, um, I understand where you're coming from, but also mm. I was just happy because he, I was going to feel so bummed out. I was yeah. bummed out when I thought he did die. Mm-hmm. Well, because I wasn't paying attention. I was like, oh, why is Damon killing that dude? And then I just didn't pay attention that much. <laughs> <laughs> or like I just um, momentarily I, forgot because they were like, "No, Lena's dead," and I was like, "He is." Yeah. Uh, well, another uh, another uh, it, this this is a this would be a stepping stone from the, the, it's the same issue I have. It's kind of one of it's what's good about the show, but also could be viewed as a negative. Mm. Is they go through a lot of steps to make characters more sympathetic. Mm. But I think they a couple times they go too far because Rhaenyra in the show is a lot less villainous than in the book. In oh. the book, she is she's not great. Like, the, but like she she's definitely like you're supposed to root for her in the book, but she does mm. a lot of stuff because in the book, whether or not she uh, it's debated how complacent she was mm. in Lanor's death, but like she ordered Lanor to be killed so she could marry Daemon, mm-hmm. and then. So like in the show that they do a lot of things where they, they like kind of uh, oh and I, it's also kind of hinted that in the book that she was a little bit more shitty to Kristen, so uh. like it makes kind of Kristen's like snap a little bit more because it's it's kind of hinted like um, Kristen was in love with uh, with Rhaenyra, mm-hmm. well, one of the theories that she was in love with Rhaenyra and then Rhaenyra spurned him and then they got in a fight and then like Rhaenyra kind of like out of vengeance like fucks Harwin. To fuck with him, uh, like kind of like Harwin is revenge, but that's a, just a theory. Yeah. So like when they made it so, Rhaenyra organizes so La- uh, Lanor can get like uh, can he can flee. Yeah. It's like no, they're like okay. At some point, Rhaenyra's got to start doing some villainous stuff because and she will because that's I think it's what the last shot of the show. Yeah. Is it, like Rhaenyra's I think now that she's like up. pushed to it because she also keeps saying I'm not gonna be the one to make the first move. Like I'm I'm not gonna make it me yes. which is but fair enough mm-hmm. and a similar thing one a change i didn't i didn't like was even though i love this the dinner scene mm. um uh and the dinner scene requires this to happen because it's like it's it shows how like they almost saved it like queen allison he's like okay i'm not gonna fuck with rainier anymore yeah she has it she's gonna be queen the misunderstanding at the end when when Allison's just like like he, uh, Viserys oh. is dying, he's saying King Aegon, Prince Aegon, like he's the one, yeah, or whatever. And then Allison's like, "Say no more, I got you. You want yeah. Aegon?" That because like that kind of is a way like it frees Allison from like it makes Allison like less villainous in a way. Because in the book, she just seizes the throne. She's like, "Oh no, he's dead. My son's gonna be 
uh, the king. But this is it's kind of just like, no, but I'm doing the right thing. Yeah, it's, it's I a mean, little bit. I think. Mm, yeah. I think also, um, like, not that you. That's wrong. She obviously hears him say it, and then I feel like she just then gets to use it as an excuse to justify her more because she knows that friggin' Renana, Renira has a son also named Aegon, Aegon, right? Yeah, Aegon, yeah, Aegon the younger and Aegon the older. Yeah, like she knows that she has one as well. So like, I feel like she heard that. And she was like fishing, not fishing. She was like planting the the words into his mouth where he was saying Aegon. And then she was like, your son, <laughs> your yeah. son, Prince Aegon, you know? So like, I think that she was true. just trying to just get some justification so that when she goes, because she's like, I feel like she knew she was going to go do it no matter, no matter what. Um, that is true. Yeah, she, she was fishing. She was fishing and like as if her fucking father would ever let her do that, you know? He would find a way. And and people already uh, people like can tell right away like even like oh cuz I'm really into Aegon like uh Aegon the 2nd. I think he's a really interesting character. I love cuz in Ugh. just I he they 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 yeah, it's I like they did cuz in the book he refuses to to take the throne and he does mm. it in the show too. He's like he literally says like no, I don't like he's like a like one, I don't want to be king. B, Rhaenyra's the queen. I'm not going to take my sister's throne. Yeah. And then he's like, Alice. Remember the scene when Allison catches Aegon jerking out the window? Oh yeah. And then she grabs him by the face and says, "Like if you are not king, she will kill you." Yeah. That's what happens in the book. That's what she does to get him to take the throne. Yeah. Like that happens later. Like she like they find him. They yeah they they find him in a brothel and they're just like yeah they find him in a. Oh here's the thing. Remember, like, the scene where he assaulted the, the handmaiden? Ugh, yeah. Which, that actress, the actor was amazing. Yeah. That, she was so good. Um, she was very good. When they added a scene, because that scene wasn't in the book. Mm-hmm. So, at first I was like, okay, that's, I think that's, I don't know why I forgot about this. I, I was like, oh, I think they're just trying to remove some of the grayness from, from Aegon. They're trying to make him more villainous. But then I remembered, uh, even though he didn't, he didn't sexually assault anyone, um, like a handmaiden in the book, in the book, when they find him, remember like the the hunt in the season episode nine where they're trying to find him. Yeah. In the book, they find him in a brothel getting blown by a kid. Ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He find they find him with like a child prostitute. Oh no! Thank God but, they didn't do that. But he's a very he's a very interesting character. Oh. Um. Scene- it's always <laughs> it's always interesting when um what's it called when someone is very adamant about not wanting a thing and then they have and then they are given it it is thrust upon them and then like you could see in the in episode nine how uh the common people were like cheering for him and he just is fucking searching for acceptance any way that he can possibly get he finally found it because because in a way because like his mom allison hates him his viserys never really gave much of it because he was Viserys didn't really give much of a shit. He like um like he like Al- Rhaenyra was born out of love. Yeah. Aegon was born out of duty. So yeah. like he never really no one ever really loved him. So like and then he sees like everyone's claps for him. He's like, oh my god, <laughs> like people like me. And like even that scene where he's just like um and he's like, no, Viserys said he wanted you to be the king on his deathbed. He's like, no, he fucking didn't. Yeah, no, he and didn't. He's like, he didn't like me, and you don't like me either. Oh, when he said that, I was like, oh, that's heartbreaking. But also, 
uh, we're glad for the self-awareness, you know? God bless. Yeah. I just, I just like, there's asking, like, is this asking your mom point blank, do you love me? And it's just like, <laughs> she said, are you, what did she say? She said, are you stupid? You imbecile. Oh, yeah. You, you imbecile. <laughs> I was like, um, that, and it actually goes forward to another, um, uh, a scene I didn't care. It, I think it, it'll work later because it, it sets up, it could set up stuff later. Um, Rainy, uh, Rain, I love Rainy's, by the way. Yeah, so such do I. a cool character. Um, when she bursts through the floor and kills like a hundred commoners. Yeah, I was because I, I, when I saw it because commoners will actually play a very important part in the story later. Oh, okay. And especially like, commoners like fear of dragons, like the tyranny of dragons, is like a theme in the show. Yeah. So I think that could set up later. So that's what I thought. But when you like listen to like behind the scenes footage, they're literally just like. Like no one was acknowledging all the commoners. There's like this is a really cool scene for Rainies. What a badass! Yeah, like they they literally just like all like a hundred a hundred poor people just got girl boss to death. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like they just, so like, were crushed by the foot of girl boss. I also I also was hearing um, some of these things where people were like, yeah, it was a good moment, but also she definitely killed a bunch of people. And like they don't give a shit about that, and they and they don't acknowledge it. They don't acknowledge it. Like Rainey's herself doesn't acknowledge it. And like I, I think not. I think literally the reason why, like that's the point, is that these uh, lords and ladies and kings and queens mm. will go to war just on their own whims, just because they were slighted, and just because they they think that they're entitled to it. They don't give mm. a shit about the common people or, like, what is good for the people, no matter how much they say it. And, like, that's the whole point. This is not... I'm, yeah. I'm not saying it's it's yeah. it was a good well, no, thing, and, but, like, literally and, it like, speaks to yes. where their mm-hmm. mindset is at, where it's like, oh, it's my issue. I'm trying to run away. Doesn't fucking matter if there were 100 people standing above my dragon. Let it let her bust, bust through the, <laughs> the boards. Like, uh, <laughs> Targaryens are closer to gods than humans. That's yeah. what they believe. Exactly. And, it, and it does, like, thematically, it, 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 it does build towards... It, it does build towards something. I was just looking specifically for, like, the writers and directors to acknowledge oh, yeah. it. It was, just, it was just something weird because, like, when they talk about it, they're like, yeah, we wrote this... Because uh, this is not in the book. That scene yeah. is not in the book. Yeah. And and like they talk about like we want to add the scene because we wanted like a bad they literally like, they literally just like because we wanted a badass scene for 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 um for Rainies. yeah and they were like this is kind of not cool of her right like this is not chill they're like oh we didn't think about that she's cool sometimes also writers you know how like there's that joke where um kids make about your English teacher saying that um in the novel that you're reading the curtains are blue because the character is sad. Yes. And then they're like, sometimes the curtains are just fucking blue. And like, that is true also. But also, writers and like having that mindset myself, we think of a lot of things. And sometimes we also just put things in because it's fucking funny and cool. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who doesn't want to see a a dragon bust through the floorboards and then have this lady? Really cool. Maylees. Maylees, the Red Queens are really cool. Oh, Maylees, I like. Like that. Maylee's I like because she's also pink. No, she's called the Red Queen. Yeah. I like her because she's pink and red. That's good. I like her fucking e-girl hot topic spike collar (laughs) on her neck. Like like that Um, dragon. That that dragon gives dome, dude. (laughs) Okay. What are other things? Uh, Uh, I think... think, um, 
Uh, I'm going to run through some more key differences. Uh, just sort of, I think I have one. Oh, the, the two quick ones. Uh, Vaymon dying, getting his head cut off. Um, mm-hmm. in, in the book, he just gets his tongue cut out. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad they did back. it the way that they did. <laughs> well, uh, I, I didn't sick. like it. No, it was it was it was it was cool, but I I prefer because I thought that actor Vaymon was so fucking cool. I he, thought was he was very great. cool, but also Vaymon is always like, oh, he was always just being he, annoying. <laughs> such a covetous brother. I, yeah, I, he's a covetous man. Yeah, um, truly. But in the book, he gets his tongue. Uh, him and his sons get their tongues cut out, and they come back late. And then Rhaenyra kills them later. Ah. Uh. So like, uh, but like, 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 like a year or so. Because I think the I think the Dance of the Dragons the I think it lasts like two years. Oh, so okay. he gets his tongue cut out. Yeah. Um, another one. Oh, yeah, a big chocolate. one. Uh, Joffrey's death at uh, the at the wedding when Kristen Cole kills Joffrey. Oh yeah. This is one of those things you, I just had to accept because it's just it's just how the TV show works because mm. this was the last the time jumps the next episode they couldn't afford to do because what happens in the book Kristen Cole kills Joffrey at a tournament. Ah. They do like a melee where like they're sparring and they're fighting. Uh-huh. So Kristen Cole, he beats the fuck out of Harwin Strong. Like he uh. breaks his collarbones. He beats up Harwin Strong really bad, and then he kills Joffrey in a duel. Whoa! So, but they they literally for time it's like Joffrey had to die at the wedding just yeah. for the time, which I didn't like at the time, but now I'm cool with it. <laughs> Budgetary reasons. Um, Can I talk a little bit? I know I mentioned it before. Yeah. What's up? I'm not going to dwell too long on it, but something I really like about the show and like rewatching the first couple episodes today, I mentioned already the female gaze, G-A-Z-E. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, okay. When, when you said it the first time, I was, I was like, <laughs> G-A-Y, the lesbos. Um, I don't know if I can say lesbos. Yeah, you can. Okay, cool. Look, we're saying, like, we're, the fact that we're saying it. <laughs> I'm going to cut it, it out. Lesbos. Um, lesbos. <laughs> Stop it. So something I really like about the show is that they are doing a lot of things through the female gaze instead of like old school Game of Thrones where it was like the woman was the object, right? Even like mm-hmm. Daenerys, she was made to be like the object, her sex scenes and just gratuitous like tits and ass all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, just like the way that the intimate scenes and like the sex scenes are choreographed and like the way that they're shot speaks a lot to the female gaze and like kind of Rhaenyra's agency so one of the scenes that I saw today was when Damon is putting on the necklace on Rhaenyra and that usually is very much like um kind of like a man in control of the situation kind of thing but you never get a shot of Damon doing it you see it's the shot on Rhaenyra and then he's putting it on and it never cuts to him like looking at her it's always mm. just staying on her and how she's feeling in that moment. So, like, it makes a big difference. Well, because uh, uh, it, it, it should be noted, like, multiple, multiple episodes of this season were directed by women. Yeah, I was going to say, multiple episodes directed by women. And then also, I think, like, one or two by people of color, which is... Yeah, a couple. I, I think even, like, the... Um... Uh, like a season uh, episode seven, or like the epi- or at the episode, I think episode seven, the episode with like the throne walk. I think that was directed by an Asian woman. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so like that, I really appreciate. And, and honestly, I I implore people to check out the differences and to look into examples of the female gaze because like once you see the difference, you can never unsee it. 
And having like lived in a world where the media is strictly for the male gaze and then doing the switchover, you just it's so like refreshing and nice to just kind of see the story. And I feel like that's also why a lot more people and women are so invested in this show now because it's like yeah speaking to them and it's 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 um because like there's layers of female friendship there's um motherly duties like duties there's, as a daughter and, you know and there's um not only is it quality but it also it's quantity in the way like because it's it's with game of thrones too what i like about it because with uh, most shows or books you have uh if you're look if you're a woman and you want like a, a, a female character you get one Mm, exactly exactly and you better and you better hope that that's the kind of character you like Mm -hmm. but at least game of thrones is like okay you don't like this character here are seven other female characters yeah and so and it makes you feel less guilty about hating Mm because like uh, like because you can hate cersei and not feel bad because you can also love Brienne, sansa catelyn daenerys exactly You can love all them, so you feel less shitty about hating a, a female character. Yeah. But then they're all, and even then, the female character is like she's fun to hate. Yeah. But um, no, yeah, the show it's um, also Gita Patel is the woman who directed. Yes, I couldn't remember the name. Um, I remember seeing and a then, Patel, and I was like, hell yeah, brother. Yeah. Gita Patel directed that one, and then Claire Kilner directed because I think I think my favorite two episodes. I'm sorry to tell. Uh, episode I really like was King of the Narrow Sea, the episode Ooh. where. Uh, the episode where Rhaenyra and, da- and Damon almost hook up. Mm-hmm. I really like, like I think... that episode for more than just that reason. But that's yes, another but... that's another sequence where you can like it. Just it makes such a big difference with the way that things are shot. It was never like shots of her cleavage. It was a lot of shots of her hands, his hands, and like always sticking to her perspective and him kind of coming into it. But it was never like his point of view because mm-hmm. it also i think it would have just made it like ickier to have it be from her perspective like uh, have it to have it be from his perspective because then you can't root for them or you can't buy into it because they have to also show you that like she she wants it well, yeah, right yeah yeah because the whole point and like and she instigates it because because yeah. she take because she takes what because like, like daemon just riled her up and yeah. then she then she went back and I guess I really like that scene because uh, like and she like she it's she fucked. I, I wish they put a finer point on this because she fucked up Kristen's whole life with that. <laughs> she really Because she because and and because uh, similar to like they don't understand lower born people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She has no idea how badly she just ruined his life. Yeah. And he like when he asks her to run away with him and she oh, was I like. Loved, I love that scene. That scene was so tragic. It was very. Yeah, scene. it was very tragic. And he's so like I rewatching the scene today. I didn't realize he was crying and and like people hate him. And obviously and like he's obviously been slighted and all that stuff and mm. he doesn't have to act the way that he did. whatever. But what to your point of what you're saying of he, she absolutely ruined his life and she expects him to be okay with it by being all like, no, I'm going to marry this guy, but the, the I'll have like, you sweetie, around. Like, sweetie, you're not listening. I said it's chill. It's cool. <laughs> I can still fuck <laughs> you. And it's like, like, no, you understand. Like, yeah. like, this is all I have in my life. Like, cause, cause he's like this lowborn. Like he was, wasn't even named. He was like, yeah. he was like this lowborn guy. And just through like miracles, he like, and through being a good knight, he finally got up to the yeah. highest stance he could ever get at his life. And he said, and then he, and then he, he ruined it. He broke his oath. He ruined yeah. it. 
Yeah. Yeah, so sad. I know, very sad. Also a tragic character. And, like, I really liked him. And then, obviously, he does this turn, but he just is like Allison, too, where he believes he's doing the right thing. And he has every right to kind of feel, like, slighted. But, because... but he's still a good villain, and he's a good villain. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, love, yeah. Because uh, he's, he's also, like... Remember that scene when, like, he chases Rhaenyra in through the woods, and he's just like, because Jason Lannister was being a creep, and she ran off. Oh, and yeah, And he yeah. says, like, do you want me to kill him? Ha <laughs> ha. It's yeah. like, he might not be joking. Like, he's not, like, he's, it's in him. Like, yeah. he's just. He's very uh, devoted. He's very devoted. Yeah. But anyways, that's what I wanted to talk about. No, it, it's, it's an excellent point. If anyone watched Game of Thrones and then got tired of, like, just how uh, aggressive it was in the sense of, like, women's bodies and, and women in general, I'd give this show a chance it does have some very intense scenes, which we didn't even talk about. Like, all of the birthing scenes oh, are very yes. intense. And if that is a trigger for you, fast forward or, like, pay attention to which episodes have it. Because they're That's, quite uh, visceral. Yeah. I enjoyed One, them because they were so, like, raw. And they put a lot of emotion and stuff into it. Ugh. Because it's uh, that scene where it's, like, it, it shows you, like, this is the world they live in. Like, women, do, like, uh, like, the people's bodies are just used and chewed up by the system. Yeah. Like men die in war and just women die. In, in yeah. Just like that was abused. a, that was a very good line by Emma. I really like that line. Oh yeah. Like, uh, like this is our battlefield. Or, yeah. The it? birthing yeah. bed is our battlefield. Oh, well, what a great one episode turn for her. That, um, yeah. Oh, so good. Okay. Let's, what else were you? Okay. What are the, your other I, prompts? I think I think we're no, I think we're good to wrap up. I fucking love this show. I was so happy with it. And it was, me too. I and I I love it. Kind of brought me back to my love of non of, of serialized television of like non streaming shows. Like I don't want to binge shows anymore because I have a lot Whoa. of people that are just like I. Well, obviously, sometimes I do, <laughs> but um, I loved having looking forward to sunday every week yeah it me brought too. me back to that's a feeling i haven't had in a long time i was gonna like, i was gonna say that too yeah. yeah and just and just be excited for the weekend where like literally i'm just like as like i was like a kid again i was like oh i get to watch house yeah. of the dragon on sunday yeah it felt so good and because i know all, all my friends are just like no i'm gonna wait till they're all done i'll just watch them in one day oh. like, oh, no. i agree with you because i was also gonna say that i haven't felt that in a while i mean about like a dramatic show uh, mm. The last one I was doing that with was some of the Marvel ones, but it wasn't like I was so excited I could go like two weeks without having watched it. For House of the Dragon, I like I haven't needed to watch something since I was like since season two of Ted Lasso last year. But that's because <laughs> I was obsessed with Ted Lasso. But um, yeah, like a dramatic show. I haven't felt like that since like Breaking Bad in high school, you know? It's really, it's really fun to be back in. Like, it's, it is the magic of TV, and it's just yeah. being excited. And it's just being done just... so well, like surprisingly well. Oh. And I felt, I feel like it helped. One, it is good on its own, but I think it helped that a lot of people had very low expectations for it. Um, yes. Would you recommend people check out the book as well? I very much would. The book's incredible. Really? Okay. Yes, the book is incredible, and then. Um, Hopefully, there's still there's there's probably going to be a fire and blood too, but he has so much other books he needs to finish. So he needs to get working and stop producing. 
he's making me nervous. You know, I heard I I saw this theory that um, his last two books for A Song of Ice and Fire are actually done and written and they're not going to release it like his publishing house or whatever is not going to release it until he dies because then it'll garner more sales. (laughs) How bleak is that? That's very bleak. I don't think I believe it. Because I think it's like... um, one, I think he bit off more than he could chew because he want, he decided that it was going to be seven books a long time ago. Yeah. And I think it's it's too much to do for – squeeze into seven books. Yeah. But also – but what a weird situation to be in where it's like it's your life's work. Yeah. And then everyone in the world's like finish it. Yeah. Finish your life's work. Yeah. Be done. Yeah. I know. Like it's it's obviously – I do not envy him. However much I'm like, come on, I just want to know what happens. Like, how do, how does too. he handle the end of Game of Thrones? Um, I I fully, fully understand that, like, one, it's fucking hard to write. Two, it's hard to, like, wrap up a story in that way. Because no, you're never mm. going to do it perfectly. And also, these books have been out, what, since the 90s? Super old. That's, yeah. what, I, that's what I find crazy. Yeah. I know. People think that it just came out. No, they've been around since the 90s, which is not that long ago, but, you know, kind of long. I think that's right. I think by the time House of the Dragon season two comes out, I think we might both be 30 in our 30s. Oh, we will definitely be because, um, oh, yeah. well, like I will for sure be. You, you will definitely probably... will be because <laughs> it's probably not going to come out for another like two years because yeah. in a year and a half, I'm 30. Yes. They fucking said uh, 2024. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm going to be 30. Holy fuck. Dang, dude. Dang, dude. I'm going to be 30 in, in um, what month is it? It's Four months? the end of October. In like oh two God, months. Fe- you're this February, eh? January. January? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> you're old bitch. I mean, old bitch. Actually, no. I'm getting less and less scared of it. I'm getting, I'm a little nervy, but <laughs> I'm getting less and less scared of it the closer I get. Um, yeah. You're ready, but I think I'm ready to note, get old and I, die. <laughs> on that note, I think I think we are. I think we're about dragging out. How do you feel, Katty? Good job, buddy. <laughs> Good job. I feel great. I think people should uh, watch it. I have five more episodes to go on my rewatch. Um, it's mm-hmm. it's fun, guys. Check it out, and let Absolutely. us know if you like us talking about just one thing that we both really like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're experimenting a little bit here. Yeah, just like fun little, uh, chill just episodes like, just, where we don't have to do too much research. <laughs> yeah, just like a couple of boys whose parents, uh, whose parents went out for a couple hours. We're just fooling around. We're couple just of kids to figure out something new. Jerking off in a window. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it should be king of the world. Do you know that that actor is David Tennant's son? I heard that. Yeah, that's crazy. He's a weird looking kid. That kid was great too. He was great. That kid was all the all the kids. Oh my god, we didn't even talk about oh. when the kids were all fucking fighting each other. I yeah. loved that scene so much. It was so funny. kid fight. I yeah, love a kid, kid fight. fight. I I felt I felt the Amon kid was a little not great. He was too creepy to me. I think I think he was not great. Really at all? <laughs> I think he was fine. I think the other kids are. I think the other kids are good. I don't think that kid was very good. Wow. I you just don't like him. <laughs> I'll He's... hit you with this rock, bastard. 
Okay, okay, let's wrap up like you were doing. And then yeah, I gotta, had a thought. Looks, I gotta go to a mic. Are you going? I think so. Okay, good for you. Oh, now, but with that tone, I'm like, will I? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Your arm kind of hurts. You're yeah. hungover. Yeah. Maybe you were attacked. Literally, you were attacked. <laughs> I was. I was attacked by a hammer. Yeah, so maybe like. I would like you to have, like, a self-care Sunday, you know? Yeah, that's true. Sometimes the grind can wait. Yeah, maybe don't girl, Don't girl boss too hard. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm tired of girl bossing. I just want to be a man slave. Yeah. I know you do, buddy. I really know you do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's it for this episode. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in. Uh, I'm I'm your host, Jason Hool. You can follow me at Brudahool on Instagram. That's B-R-U-D-D-A-H-O-U-L-E, Brudahool. Kat, where where can they find you? They can find me at It's Catherine Ram on any social media, and you can find the podcast at YACO Podcast on Instagram. Amazing. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. May the dragons be with you in flight. (laughs) May the dragons be ever in your favor. (laughs) (laughs) that's how it goes fly high sweet dragon go to the sky uh i think the house targaryen's um motto is is that my sister should i fuck her (laughs) just balls deep in my bro (laughs) okay goodbye bye